Can you know what things sick you know? I want to them. And I'm not normal enough. Yeah. Giving you some vibes on a Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. Music in the background. This one is called Concrete Flower. No, you have to love that one. You have to love that one. It's all about the melody. The melody. A little bit of tempo to get you through the Saturday afternoon, the Sun Splash Mix Show. Ladies, you know those women, our young ladies, must call them a concrete flower, must call them a concrete flower. Let me make sure I have them on the phone line. Uh, last time we get to talk about all the other things. Let's talk about some music right now. I'm good afternoon, Martai Corley. Are you there with us, brother? Yes, 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 yes. I'm right here. I'm right here. Let's talk about these melodies right here. The artist is on the phone line. And when we say artist before, we have to say yeah, artist visual and we have to say now musically and we ask which came first was it the music or the visuals the music right actually i would say it was about the same thing you know? <laughs> uh, but I, i've definitely been I've, I've been i've been more blessed to work professionally um uh in terms of making money from from making photography and uh visual artists uh more so than music um and that has just been the, the way it's been mm-hmm. right now it's kind of beginning to balance on a helico way. Ah, the travel in the world, but but now the concrete flower, the music in the background. We have listened to your um albums. We've listened to the singles. Everybody have a Spotify playlist. They're gonna say, but this one is kinda bouncy. This one is kinda fresh. This is this is lovely music <laughs> right here, brother. Um so so we must give credit. Who's producing? Who's helping to write uh, the concrete flower? Okay, so I, I wrote the song, and um, the version that you're hearing right there is actually the second incarnation of the song because mm. it was originally produced in um, in Denmark by a producer named uh, Joachim, who I still work with. Uh, but this this one was produced by Mitchum Chin. Uh, people call him Khan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a he's a big session player in Jamaica. He plays with a lot of different artists. Uh, he's part of Butcher's Band, for instance. And 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 when we talk about the songs that are being played from Denmark all the way over to Spain, you've got Germany festivals. Not just performing the song or just letting people hear it. This is the mature. I'm gonna say it. You don't have to say it. This is the mature reggae music that we should be listening to. What's your opinion? Uh, music is just hey, just put it out there. Some people like it, or what? Well, you know, it's like you have to you have to try and create a, a, a lane for yourself because um, there's so much content nowadays. I mean, you know, it doesn't really take a lot to say that you are anything in in particular. Uh, if people will hear it, is it's kind of up to you and also what your wallet can handle and and some luck. Mm. I mean, if the song is strong enough, sometimes it can run runway. But I mean. That natural run out is unfortunately not as common as people might think, <laughs> um, because I mean, I mean, think about it. There was a time when you had to go to somebody's studio and pay a lot of money to do anything, right? right. So right now you can do something with just a laptop. 
um, I have been I've been very privileged to work together with some people who have more than laptops who actually have instruments mm. like for instance can yeah. and uh, that 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 helps me um, in terms of the um, the production of it you know can plays all instruments but I kind of um, I have my say in terms of the drumming for the um, for this track mad, mad. And, and like you said even if it is the good bouncy there has to also be acoustic vibes and there has to also be things that you hear as the artist boy should I should I put a little rubber dub into that we should I put a different bridge right right of course and then you know when, you, when you're looking at this particular song it's kind of like an R&B on top of kind of like a, a jammies type vibe yeah um, so basically you know can play all the instruments live mm. but uh except for the drum so so that gives it kind of that, that like a bounce there we just look a bit different and then i guess i was a bit inspired by rocksteady when i was when i was writing maybe i was listening to some alison lisa or something boom bam i want to let them hear this part right here hold on stick and stay hold on listen to that part you know sweet woman concrete flower nice girl concrete flower sweet woman. all the musicians take heed Very hard, very hard. Do your best, yeah. You've got to do your best. She's the woman. Right there, right there. I mean, just load that part. I mean, load that part. Just, you, sometimes you have to let it breathe. I don't know if, if that's a thing only musicians say to other musicians or the DJ said to the band. Yeah, that little part. Though. I like that little. Yeah, you, you you have to you have to find a little vibes in music. I mean, reggae music is not about being up and in front of the beat all the time. I mean, that's sometimes the rush that you'll get inside a dance hall. But mm. even when you hear the recorded versions of the tracks, that's normally not the approach. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to. I mean, groove is important, right? Yeah, yeah. Stick us there right in the groove. And 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 again, I'm um, salute to all the friends and followers of the Sunsplash. Make sure we don't have conversations. This is the second trueversation we're having with Mr. Maita Corley right here. This is the vibe, right? So this is what brought Selector Princess and some of our followers to say, no, no, no. You have to ask him about that song, yeah. A lot of things going on in our world. It's not their world. A lot of things going on in our world. Bless my words. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, this one is called Job Protect the Week. Tell us about this one. Like I say, it's our world, right? I don't them world. Exactly. Well, we have we are living in this world right now where poor people don't really stand a chance. I mean, the disparity between rich and poor is growing every day, and. Um, the great, the great challenge of our time now is the environment mm. uh, and our understanding of our place and as, as human beings because, I mean, the consumption that we have in the West um, that couldn't ever be met to kind of cover the entire earth mm. because of the way that we consume too much and that's where everything where we just buy and more fashion. And I mean, a lot of people, I don't think, a lot of people are aware that the fashion business, the fashion industry is the second largest polluter in the world, you know? Wow, wow, simple. Uh, I mean, right next to oil, right? So it, it's it's one of those things where um, I, I, I've been feeling inspiration to write about what's happening with Mother Earth. And um, that is like also a, a, a big um, focus on, on my, my, my current EP project that I'm, I'm putting 
the finishing touches are no. I like it. I like it. That's that's why we have you here. The same way that that we must look at the way we consume the music. Some of these songs you need to let them play. Sometimes the artist is wishing the DJ don't don't speed a mega mix. <laughs> um, but it was definitely this track here, Job Protect the Week. Um, thinking of the other people who are affected, like we said, on this earth. Um, the capitalistic way we look, the colonialistic way we look, the Western, come on, it ain't really that bad. What do you say to that? Not really that bad. Come on. You don't have to sing so well, many I, songs I, about I, that. I think it's really bad. I think it's really <laughs> bad because, I mean, you're supposed to know that sometime in Jamaica, you don't get no rain and people can't be it, right? Mad. Like, like we, we even, even in Jamaica, people have a way... Of, of, of being better at using and reusing things. I mean, a joker man can fix up an old car because it's expensive to bring in a, a, a new mm, one. Right. But but in a place like America, which is so big, when you have so much space, you can kind of hide some of the, the dirt away. And mm. the problem is that right now with, with somebody like Trump in, in office, I mean, all of the, ch- the climate agreements are being breached and, right. and, you know, the earth is getting hotter every minute. So... We need to make us and just turn that around because otherwise there'll be no space for the children to live in. I like it. And it's the children who are speaking up now. Supposedly every revolution is started by the children, by the younger generation. I, I, I think it's very, I, I think it's great that they're doing it because um, I, I think a lot of people have been looking at like millennials as having a bit of apathy because of, you know, the use of screens and, Mm. Uh, the lack of use to socialize uh, I mean the lack of need to socialize the way that people used to but hopefully uh, you know people young people can band together and, and, and force the hands of the bigger heads towards constructive change I like it I like it I like it once again it's not always just the, the, the mindset of the artist for the self but you are thinking of others you are thinking of the world as you travel you start writing down little notes and a and, and, and couple rhymes and, and melodies so so where is it the, the nice place that you find to even create music like is it on the train or on a plane you know anyway me there when when it comes it comes like even if if i can't write it down i write it down on my phone or I, I sing a line into my phone and then i go back and i i write on it some more um normally when i'm traveling i have something with me so i can i can record even if i'm in a just in a room somewhere mm-hmm. there it is the life of the musician sometimes it's agonizing i don't know this is the rhythm. <laughs> well, well, sometimes it's, sometimes it's agonizing and sometimes it's not so agonizing. Sometimes not so like agonizing. No, <laughs> that was made in Jamaica. Bomb, you know, full hundred. Full hundred. That's uh, that's fatter. That's fatter. And I'm talking about the fatter from down. Um, Chief Engineer from down. Anchor Studio. Yes. This is his rhythm, mm. and this is him and Sly and Robbie doing nothing. Why history? With that rhythm. When you hear the horns on them something there, <laughs> bring back the rhythm. <laughs> because I met you on a plane. Giving them a few seconds of this. Oh. Now we have to play the whole song. We don't know what I'm talking about. We have to play the whole song. When you hear the horns. Mm. It's so agonizing. Just because I met you on a plane. He is our guest this afternoon, the Sunsplash Mix Show. This one is called Agonizing. Got to let you know, it's not that I'm trying to crack you with this mango, but I need a little of your time. 
No, he said a minute, I'm not trying to trick you. <clears throat> let's, let, let's talk about the Rasta love. Um, how do people look at the Rasta love? The love between a man and a woman. Nothing wrong with, you know, the lovey-dovey. The Rasta has a lovey-dovey <laughs> vibe, right? Uh, well, I don't know. You'll have to ask somebody who's not a Rasta about that. <laughs> Agonizing. Um, let's talk about that privilege. There's a privilege, like you said, to work with iconic musicians. Not everyone gets the opportunity. So, how do you make the best out of even that rhythm? There, when somebody say, "Yo, man, I'm, I'm gonna make that rhythm that bunks just for you." I don't know. Like, friends, to to me, it's like reggae music is what I love. That is my passion. So, I feel like I've been sitting at the table of reggae music eating. For years and years, since I'm a little youth, right? Mm. So at some point, it's like, at least if you can't, if, 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 if we cannot be the chef and deliver everything, at least you have to, you know, try to run a boat and carry something come to it. Mm. Because it's like a big soup. And sometimes you want you want a lentil soup, and sometimes you want the black-eyed peas soup. Yeah. But you know you're going to have to carry some peas, right? Mm. So... You just try to bring something to it that, that wouldn't upset the balance, but maybe just add a flavor that you would find pleasing or, you know, needed. Mm -hmm. And we have people that would like to stream music. Maybe they don't purchase. Some of these songs and some of these tracks are being purchased on vinyl. They're being not just downloaded. They're being purchased. Let me be very clear. They're not being streamed. They're being purchased. What is this, mm -hmm. this the love that reggae music, especially all over Europe, not talk about America, I want a different place that. But what do you think it is? Like they never stop buying reggae music in Europe. I think that it, it is because people identify um, or associate reggae music with something real. And um, well, we do know that the people that, that buy records are older than people who to stream Correct. on average. Yes. Uh, people people want to have that ownership of it. And I think also because reggae music um, can be kind of traditional. I mean, you can listen to certain groups out of Jamaica right now and the music could have been made in the 80s or 90s, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that makes it kind of like an, 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 a straight path for somebody who is, who is in that segment that has been listening to the music from that time or maybe their older siblings were listening to the music mm -hmm. um, from the 90s and 80s and then they can kind of just build one like long trajectory. And I think that these are some of the people that also inherit their brothers and sisters' record ah. collections and CD collections when they... <laughs> they they end up jumping to MP3s and and other kind of downloads. I like it. I like because, it. Because, I mean, you, you you know already that like most of the vinyl in Jamaica has been sold out already, and yeah. it's probably chiefly in Europe and and Japan, right? So. It's crazy, crazy, and and the way that the family structure, like you said, passing down music, we pass it down. Not just oh, mommy used to play it. No, now these are yours. These like literally go start your own sound system. Go start your internet radio station. Uh, we're not doing that as much as we can. But there is a new generation, like we said. Europe, Wallipa festivals. Wally. Yep. And then there's a big crossover that's happening right now with, with Afrobeats. I mean, Afrobeats is, is huge in Europe. Like, wave, wave. Really, 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 really large. And I think that um, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for people with a reggae background to, to um, interact with that. Because 
of the kind of inherent um, ambition in Afrobeats. I mean, there's been so many Afrobeats artists that kind of looked for dancehall and reggae to give the vibe to the rhythms. Mm -hmm. And now, now that they kind of find their own um space yeah. and have much larger numbers than i mean we're talking about a continent not a, not a small island yes yes and like so, i said numbers don't lie they have a country supporting them and we're talking a nation so big up to yeah. to, to the island you know you have your soca vibes you have your reggae vibes your reggaeton vibes but now sir them numbers them nigeria numbers there them kenya numbers them big you know exactly but but at the same time you would have to say that the potential for any Jamaican artist, any big reggae artist to go into Nigeria and do very well is there as well. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, you're dealing with 160 million people who kind of understand what you're saying mm -hmm. and are very much in, in, in alignment with, 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 your, with your rhythm and, and your patterns. Right? Right, right. Socially, socially, economically, and definitely culturally. Let's talk about the worldwide rhythm. Look like one rhythm. And both a million <laughs> artists tell me about this. How did you find General. these youngsters and how did these youngsters find you? Oh, oh you come up with this song here now. You know, uh, my, my good brother Jadil uh, Linkman, he said to me, Mate, um, um, I know you're, you're in Denmark right now. Um, I need somebody. I, 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 I want you to, to voice this, this, this rhythm for me. It has to be in Danish. It has to be. And I said to him, <laughs> I said to him, look here. Um, I lived here a long time ago, you know, and I don't. Re I've never written a song in Danish, or, or, or much less sung anything in Danish since I was a as a, a child, you mm -hmm. know. So, but um, actually, I just took it as like a, a, a bit of a challenge, and actually just recorded it at at, uh, at home, mm -hmm. and it took me about thirty hours to do everything, wow. and that was it. I like it. I like it. Let people hear this in the background. rhythm with so many artists singing in their <clears throat> native tongue native tongue mr corley um your <laughs> your your use of the band we're gonna we're gonna tackle one question aka the issue live music and quote-unquote versus electronic digital producing how do you see it your rhythms them kind of sound live instrumentation is is that by choice yeah but some of them are complete electronic but they just sound like ah. but you see, to me, that is not the most important thing, you know. The most important thing is the sound, mm -hmm. the final sound that they make. Mm -hmm. Because the, you see, there's some of this, like there's some jammy sounds, for instance, to me, like made on some of the cheapest cashew keyboards and stuff. <laughs> like, kind of like, especially some of the things that Gregory used to sing on. That to me is some of the hardest ragamuffin ever. Because 
it has a swing and it was not necessarily sequenced. It was it was probably played through on the track and played onto tape, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you get you get some bounce levels <laughs> added into the whole sauce and different uh, levels of, of 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 the process. So um, to me, that is not really what I, I I look for when I go out and 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 look for rhythm. It's not about it's live or it's not live. That's that's not what separates me from the music because even if you do a show, it could be a mix of both, right? Right. And if you do most, as anybody who, anybody who found a dancer will know, sir, it don't matter which rhythm, rough cut will play it live and it will sound like the rough cut. hundred, right? So, so, so basically, so basically, I think that that's a very fluid kind of thing. Mm -hmm. To me, I think that what I play with more is like deciding what type of feel I want to have in the harmonies, for instance, or. Mm -hmm. Uh, what type of swing I want in the song because for instance like this song you just played a while ago because it's Danish yeah I, I mean I know that the people who normally listen to my music have no idea what I'm singing clueless it's actually a song about like avoiding depression and, and being grateful mm. and said, the chorus says I'm walking I'm walking in the rain you know yeah, I would I prefer to walk in the rain than to sit inside and get bummy so mm -hmm. um to me, I had to put like more of a Jamaican vibes into the into the harmonies for that to work. So I tried to make it very traditional. Mm -hmm. Now, if I did a different song like Concrete Flower, because the rhythm basically is kind of like that type of a ragamuffin, late 80s type of construct. Yes. Then I then I can put some soul on top of it, right? So sometimes I feel like you have to it's kind of like, I don't know. Maybe it's like, like you're constructing a house or a flower bed or whatever. Right. In order, in order for you to make it work according to where you're constructing it, you may have to dig it down or you may have to support uh, it or whatever you have to do. I like <laughs> if you have to make it work for those who are listening. We are the media, and sometimes, like I said, media need to ask those tough questions. And yeah, sometimes oh, you need to go around some of them topics. When we talk about music. We, the media, who have never played an instrument, who probably only press buttons at a radio or a newsprint um, facility, sometimes should we leave the music alone to the musicians? Or do you guys need to be critiqued and kept in check from, you know, those who are the industry? You know, I think, I think it's actually very good for the media to critique the, the musicians. And personally, uh, I have been lucky so far that I've not received any scathing critique that would make me feel feel too bad. But I mean, I think that you learn from critique and I think it's part of uh, apprenticeship and mm -hmm. I think it's more important that you have an honest media that has an opinion mm -hmm. than people who kind of become part of uh, some kind of yes culture or sometimes I'm sure you're, you're, you, you have that sense of, of, of uh, syndicated media sometimes is right. like a little bit overwhelming because um, maybe there's a, a position on a particular issue or a particular type of music and because of the right context, payola or whatever, that gets the push. Yeah. I think it's more important that for, for music itself, I'm not talking about necessarily for the artists, mm -hmm. but for the development of music and the availability of music uh, in new and better ways. I think it's important that um, um, you know media 
tries to involve itself and listen to as much different music as possible. I like it. I like it. That's why we have not a conversation, but a true conversation right here on the Sunsplash Mix Show. We can't keep you too much longer. Where can they go still get that uh, Kingston Confidential album? And where can they purchase some of your new music? Well, you know, everything is on every digital platform. I'm very easy to find. You can get it on um, Spotify, iTunes, any other (laughs) electronic platform up there. It's very easy. Um, as I mentioned before, I'm working on um, on a on a on an EP right now mm-hmm. that is actually going to be finished pretty soon. Nice. Uh, I think that the title will be "Hypothetically Speaking" because people call me "Hyperus," they say I'm too hypothetical. So mm-hmm. that would be like the story of it. So we're going to be talking about um, the environments and some of the hard choices that we're facing if we are to survive as a species, really, on yeah. this planet. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like it. Talking about our race, the human race. I'm give them the introduction to Perfect Passion right here on the Sunsplash Mix Show. Tell me about Perfect Passion. Perfect Passion. You know, sometimes you get into a situation where things look beautiful, romantic, everything, but you just know there's something not right, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it's not every time that you can fix things. Sometimes you need to walk away. And this, this is a song about walking away. This is his tempo. This is his vibe. This is his speed. This one is called Perfect Passion. Give thanks, my talk. Right. You know how much times we have to talk? We have to talk one leap of times. We're going to see you. Where are we going to see you next? Where are we going to see you next? We're going to see you in Jamaica. We're going to see you in Denmark. Where? Well, I'm in Denmark right now, but I'm about to push. Ah. So I think you're going to see me in Jamaica soon. <laughs> no problem with that. Give thanks, brother, for taking the time. Give thanks for taking the time. Yes, man. And thank, thanks for having me on the show. In your own universe, perfect passion. Is it a blessing or a curse? You've got to know yourself before you love someone else. Not saying that it's easy for me, I know it's for the best. Is it your dress? Could be your lips. Sent on your neck, girl, when we kissed Said you thought you'd be somewhere with me Still we couldn't make it Girl, you cried for me Said you died for me Chew the hardest times you tried for me You'd never lie to me Forget my worries Said you wanna touch the skies with me Girl, you cried for me Said you died for me you the hardest times you tried for me You'd never lie to me Forget my worries Said you wanna touch the skies Perfect passion Said you wanna touch the skies with me A perfect passion Yeah Pictures and songs All that's left we had the only memories I know are sure to make you feel bad. It's not a failure, darling. No, it's not a defeat. Could be the greatest lesson, depends on how you see it. I wanna pick up the phone and talk to you. Stop 
it no matter what I do Cause you cried for me, said you died for me You the hardest times you tried for me You'd never lie to me, forget my worries Said you wanna touch the skies with me Girl, you cried for me, said you died for me What's up? It's your girl, Analia Brown, showing love to my Sunsplash Media family. Network Caribbean Culture Worldwide.